Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Extravagance. It sounds kind of like a dirty word, doesn't it? Many people hear extravagance and think of vice, excessive consumption, or lavish displays of wealth. This morning, I want to make the case that extravagance can also be a virtue. In preparation for welcoming the start of spring this week, let's engage the idea of claiming extravagance. After the long, very long, spare season of winter, isn't it delightful to watch the world come alive again in vibrant color? Spring is a season of extravagance. Soon we will see the crocus bulbs emerging, carrying the promise that the nor'easters will eventually cease. These harbingers of spring will be followed by an abundant feast of cheerful daffodils and tulips, magnolia and cherry trees in full bloom, flowering azaleas, rhododendrons, lilacs, peonies, and roses. It's going to be glorious. As we eagerly await this coming of spring, How might we take a lesson from nature on embracing extravagance? Extravagant beauty, extravagant joy, extravagant generosity. I've been thinking a lot about Professor Jennifer Holberg's essay in defense of extravagance. She writes, We make do emotionally and spiritually, fearful of giving ourselves away, fearful of not having quite enough. Many Americans, especially those of us of the New England variety, are still living out the values of our Puritan ancestors. We perpetuate a culture of survival that values frugality, conformity, duty, and restraint. There are times when these principles serve us very well. But when we stop there, we miss out on so much of life's richness. Oscar Wilde encapsulated it perfectly in commending us to everything in moderation, including moderation. (laughs) 
Extravagance is a habit that can be cultivated. We build this capacity in our minds and in our hearts when we push beyond just making do and go out of our way to share our gifts. Extravagance is nurtured by the spirit of altruism. In its original meaning, an extravagant described a person who strayed outside of society's prescribed limits. We can think of extravagance not in terms of material wealth, but as a way of being that is unconventional, ardent, vibrant, and often pushing society's growing edges. Think countercultural. Is it just me, or does that describe a lot of people in this room? I would venture to guess that this has always been a congregation of extravagant people. Last night, I had the honor of offering the invocation at the celebration of the 281st anniversary of the Charitable Irish Society. In 1737, our very first minister, the Reverend John Moorhead, and several founding members of our congregation established the Charitable Irish Society to support immigrants with practical assistance in navigating employment, housing, education, and the law. Can you imagine the extravagant generosity of creating something like the Charitable Irish Society? These founders were humble, working people who had been new immigrants themselves just a few years earlier. They were so marginalized in Boston that our congregation's original name was the Church of the Presbyterian Strangers. Despite the obstacles of life in their new home, they weren't content to merely scratch out an existence. Our intrepid ancestors were compelled by a sense of service and keen to pay forward the gift of a new life in a free land. We've come a long way from that first meeting house in a barn on Long Lane. When our congregation dedicated this church in 1861, it was the very first public building in the Back Bay. To me, this sanctuary is the epitome of extravagant beauty. Like many of you, I am moved by its magnificence every time I cross the threshold. There is something transcendent to the craft of creating something so extravagantly beautiful that its luster never wears off. As you look around this glorious space, what makes your heart sing? I often wonder, what kind of artistry does it take 
to mold plaster in such intricate detail on a 60-foot ceiling. What magic was conjured by those Tiffany designers so that the sun in the John the Baptist window, the last one on this side, always, always appears to be glowing day and night? When we appreciate that which is worthy of our attention, we are no longer just making do. Delighting in these gifts allows us to embrace extravagance and add dimension to our lives. I could preach a whole sermon series on the extravagance of these windows. They are both breathtaking works of art and memorials to some of the ancestors who gifted us this awe-inspiring sanctuary. The names inscribed under our memorial windows were pillars of 19th century society who had extravagant dreams for Boston and for Arlington Street Church. While there are many, many amazing stories here, I will share just one today. The window depicting Jesus and the children, which is the first one on this side, is dedicated to Horatio Hollis Honeywell, who lived from 1810 to 1902. H.H. Honeywell was an unassuming man with an extravagant sense of community. He lived, he lived in Wellesley, but spent his winters in Boston. As he prepared to leave each fall, Mr. Honeywell made a quiet visit to the Wellesley town clerk with the instruction to be sure not to allow anyone to suffer during the cold weather. Send them whatever they need and send the bill to me. And let's just keep this between the two of us. H.H. Honeywell was blessed with the gift of a deep appreciation for the natural world. He was a banker by trade, but horticulture was his passion. He shared his gift so abundantly that we are still benefiting from his extravagance. Those rhododendrons will soon be enjoying. We have Honeywell to thank for introducing those to the US. He was also one of the Arnold Arboretum's most important patrons, and he planted the country's first topiary garden, which is still thriving 140 years later. Arlington Street Church continues to be a congregation that celebrates extravagance. While this community has boundless examples of extravagant beauty, generosity, and love, it seems only fitting to begin with Queen Cheryl of the Universe, who has graciously granted me a royal decree to share some of her story with you this morning. Queen Cheryl never stops dreaming up new ways to surprise and delight people. 
she is going for wow, always. Queen Cheryl is a big believer in finding your unique gift, the thing that makes your heart sing, and then sharing that gift with as many people as possible. The queen learned this from her grandma, who knew that the secret to great hospitality is in serving extravagant amounts of food. She also credits the wisdom to one of her first bosses, Jerry Carmichael, general manager of Howard Johnson's. Despite the fact that the hotel was kind of old and rundown, Jerry took great pride in setting up the breakfast buffet each morning. The offerings may have been a, a bit paltry, but Jerry had garnishes for every dish. Lining, and he often lined the breakfast bar with decorations appropriate to the season. He would often tell Cheryl, you know what? We're gonna razzle-dazzle him today. When Cheryl attended her first pride celebration here, she thought to herself, oh, how festive that we put out some rainbow flags. This is nice, but I think I could maybe do better. <laughs> These days, Pride at Arlington Street is one of the most extravagantly fabulous celebrations imaginable. Picture the entire length of both balconies lined with flags and banners and this massive pulpit completely obscured by sparkly streamers and rainbow boas. Without a doubt, it is wow worthy for everyone who comes. It's an amazing display of razzle-dazzle, but it's so much more than that. Hundreds of people come here for pride, and many that fill these pews have been shamed, rejected, or cast off for being gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans, or queer. What a gift to be not just affirmed, but celebrated with gusto and loved with extravagance. All hail the queen. Thank you. My friends, as we welcome the arrival of spring, let's take the opportunity to examine where we might just be making do. Are we holding back, fearful of giving ourselves away? May this season inspire us to go out of our way to be more extravagant with ourselves and with others. Consider baking an extra dozen cookies and delivering them to someone's delight, or picking up some flowers for a splash of color. Can you find your unique gift and share it with as many people as possible? In preparation for next month's covenant renewal celebration, may we reflect on the extravagance of stewardship. Will our gifts continue to bloom in the lives of people who come a century after us? Don't hold out for material wealth. 
Extravagance is available to all of us right now by tapping into that spirit of vibrant, ardent altruism. Let's razzle-dazzle them. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.